Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Today on We Sing Our Faith, I am going to be learning as much about our new artist as you are. Sarah Kroger comes to us after having had an interview with Sarah Hart. And Sarah said, you're going to have to meet Sarah Kroger. So from Sarah to Sarah, and to We Sing Our Faith, I want to welcome you to the program. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be able to be with you guys. <laughs> wow, it's it's really neat the way the Holy Spirit has been introducing so many great people into my life and also through this ministry of uh, We Sing Our Faith. So I want to jump in from the top. Sarah, tell us a little bit about your life. Where do you live? How long have you been Catholic? Mm-hmm. All that good stuff. Yeah, sounds great. I live in Atlanta right now. I actually just moved here about two weeks ago, so I'm pretty green to the area. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I moved here a month ago, but with traveling, I haven't really been around that often. So I'm pretty new to the area. I just moved from Florida, where I lived my whole life. Oh. My parents were both, yeah, I lived in Florida. I'm a Floridian, so major beach goer. I'm going to miss it a lot, Aww. but I'm excited to be in a new place. So pretty excited about that. My parents were both music ministers growing up in the church, so I, I'm a cradle Catholic. My dad was a seminarian for a long time before he met my mom. Obviously left when they met, right. but so we were raised Catholic and very Catholic, always going to Mass, always at church. If there was some you know, free time in our schedule, I was always doing something at the church. So nice. I've been going to Mass my whole life. And really, it's kind of a, my mom says it's kind of a miracle that we're all, all, all of us kids are all faithful Catholics. And mm-hmm. I'm really thankful for that. I, I absolutely, absolutely love my faith and uh, wouldn't trade it for the world. So I, I, that's kind of a little bit of a background of, of where I come from and who I am. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have an older sister and a younger brother, so I'm the middle child. So the three of you. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Sarah, I'm the fourth of seven. <laughs> Oh my God! So we can kind of in we the can middle. yeah we can kind of commiserate the middle child thing. Actually, it's a delight too. It's it's wonderful to be raised in a faith that obviously has touched your heart in such a way that the music that you write is is a great expression of that. What song would you like us to share first today? Um, well, we can start with the song. How about we start with? Run to the Cross today. Oh, that sounds great. Set it up for us. What is this song about and why did you write it? Sure. This is actually one of my favorite songs from the first album that I have called Your Time. And it's one of those songs that that really is it, just really powerful for me. And one of those songs that really came out of prayer. I, I did a whole summer internship at a camp, a Catholic camp called Camp Cove Crest that it's a life team camp in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And during that camp, we did Liturgy of the Hours every day, which if you don't know what Liturgy of the Hours is, it's, it's one of the ancient prayers of the church and one of the, the prayers that we believe we're praying with Jesus. You know, he, yeah. he used to pray the Psalms every day. And right. so we, we pray the Liturgy of the Hours every day as a part of this camp. And one of these days, something just hit me. And this sometimes the Lord speaks to me in, in ways that are kind of funny. He he'll repeat a phrase over and over again, kind of like he's hitting me with like a spiritual two-by-four over the head (laughs) um, until I can get it Mm -hmm. into my head, into my skull. 
And this particular day, we were praying with some of the Psalms, and uh, this phrase just stuck out to me. It was, it's not even in a Psalm. It was just, free me, Lord, buy me to your cross. And, and that prayer kept going mm. over and over again in my head, and I couldn't get it out. And so I really wanted to write a song about that, about freedom in the cross, and about the kind of the juxtaposition, the, the funny thing about freedom is that there truly is freedom in being bound to the cross. Even Amen. though in the world's view, that doesn't seem like it would be freedom. Right. It truly is freedom in recognizing that in running to the cross, we're running to our Savior, the Savior of the world, um, who brings us to resurrection through every trial and yeah. every every persecution, everything in life that we ever have. Um, so that's kind of what this song is about, running to the cross. Amazing. Well, with that, I have to listen to it. Let's listen together now as Sarah sings, Run to the Cross.
love the way the song starts and the building up of it. It, it reminds me of walking along that passion with him. You know, things started kind of quiet in the garden and then it built up and built up until that incredible explosion of his love. And that song really, really does that. So thank you. You're welcome, Chris God. Amen. The next one that I'm looking at here that I had, I had an opportunity to listen to this one, The King of Love My Shepherd Is. What was mm-hmm. the muse in this one? Well, okay, we, Sarah and I, write together often. We share a heart, that is. Right, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> write together often for, for my records. And we also write with another co-writer named Josh Blakesley. I don't know if you've heard about him before, but he's, he's another worship leader. And so we were writing for this upcoming record, and, and a lot of the new records, the theme is is really what Run to the Cross is like. It's, it's really that with every cross there's a resurrection and the, the whole idea of hope in the Lord in the midst of trial. And, uh, and so we were, I really desired to rewrite a hymn, kind of. Mm-hmm. And we didn't necessarily rewrite the hymn, but we arranged it and styled it in a way that was more original. And we, we wrote a refrain to it one day. We actually went on Skype and just spent an hour praying through this song. Um, it was one of Sarah's favorite hymns and one of my favorite hymns of all time. And, and I just love the hymns of the church. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. And especially working with youth, I've noticed just a return to hymns. They, they love sacred music and they love hymns of the church. They really do. And, and they love being able to sing them. And rightfully so, because they're so beautiful lyrically and they're pretty simple to catch on to. There's an so authenticity really in them, isn't there? There's a, there's an authenticity in the hymns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and just a real, it's kind of stripped down a little bit and, and it's, it's just simple. And so I really desire to kind of have a hymn on the album and we went with this song in particular and, and we wrote a refrain to it um, and we wanted it to be pretty personal sounding because I believe the king of love my shepherd is. So mm-hmm. when you talk about a shepherd, the sheep know the voice of the shepherd and Jesus being our shepherd, really desiring to know his voice more and more in my life, mm-hmm. in my own personal life. And so we wanted to kind of make the refrain personal and so that's why we went with the words how could my heart turn away? Jesus, I love you. You are my song and my strength. Jesus, I love you. And it, and it really is, is kind of from a lost sheep's perspective, thinking, how could I turn away from the Lord, my shepherd, the king right. of love, who my shepherd is? So that's kind of the basis of this song and, and kind of the backstory of the song. Wonderful. Well, I love the hymn, and I love the way that you've worked together with this, with the new refrain throughout it. So let's take a listen right now. The King of Love, My Shepherd Is. Confused and foolish I- 
Within your house forever. That that what a great final um, word of that song. And you know, you mentioned that uh, you work with Sarah Hart on occasion. And when we had Sarah on the show, she mentioned a song that the two of you had written together. Hallelujah is our song. And I'm really grateful for that song because it, it is what introduced me to you, so that we could bring you to the program because Sarah had mentioned that. Tell us in your words a little bit about that song. Hallelujah is our song. Sure. This one, I think for Sarah and I both, this song means a lot, honestly. And I loved writing it with her and and with a couple of other artists. It was a really powerful experience for me. Going into writing week for this this last record that I wrote, there was a lot of struggles going on in my life, in my own personal life, and there was a lot of changes and uh, different things that were going on in my family, which change is always difficult and transitions and all of that and there's also a lot of suffering going on within the families of that were close to my family a lot of seemingly impossible situations that that people were having to be faced with and having to overcome and so i remember going into my writing week just feeling really overwhelmed and and kind of in a place of desolation and desperation for god Mm -hmm. and uh we sat down to write this song and um it's based on this quote that I heard once from John Paul II. Blessed John Paul II, soon to be St. John Paul II yes. in a couple of months here. He said once, 
Do not abandon yourself to despair, for we are an Easter people, and hallelujah is our song. I remember that quote really sticking with me throughout the last several years of my life and my journey and my walk, but it, it came up again in prayer recently, leading up to my writing week, and, and I really just wanted this album to kind of be a reflection of that specific quote recognizing that that we are people of despair but need not stay in that place you know i've heard a lot of reflections on the triduum the easter triduum and how a lot of times we stay on good friday we're people who like to stay on good friday and we just Mm -hmm. stay in our suffering and we stay in our mess and we stay at the cross without recognizing that with the cross there's resurrection and recognizing that resurrection doesn't make sense without the cross as well Mm -hmm. you know that without suffering there's no glorification there's no there's no the peace that comes after suffering really doesn't make sense without the suffering itself Mm -hmm. and not that god is willing it but that god allows it to happen Mm -hmm. to then bring us to a place of resurrection and so that's kind of the background of this song is just a place of desiring for the lord to be our hope and to be our resurrection and our salvation. So that's what this song is about. Well, now with Sarah Kroger, let's hear Hallelujah is our song. So 
Well, I love the fact that you each, both you and Sarah Hart, had your styling of how you recorded it. It's got that great lilting feel just to bring us to a sense of joy and getting past the suffering and into the resurrection that God allows in so many areas of our life. That's just beautiful. And, you know, I think it, I think it leads us kind of nicely, especially with how much you shared about it, into the song Letting Go. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Letting go <laughs> is it turned into one of my favorite songs in the album actually because when we originally wrote it I was just like I don't know how this is going to turn out I'm not really sure but you, you know because you write a song and then you just don't know how it's going to translate to a studio recording you really sure, don't and sure. so Sarah and I both wrote this song and it was really stripped down but it was one of those songs that we wanted it to be kind of like a power ballad honestly and it turned into kind of an anthem, if you will, a little bit of an anthem. And I remember when we recorded it, Josh, my producer, was jumping. <laughs> well, he told me never to tell anybody this, but he was jumping around the studio, like fist pumping in the air. And he was like, if I was a woman, I would just jam to this song every day, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But it really is a power ballad, really a kind of an anthem, if you will, of just I mean, I know a lot of people that can relate to this idea that there are so many times in my own walk that I'm just, that I overthink constantly, that I'm confused and, and just in the midst of chaos and I just don't know what's going on and I wish that I knew what was going on and the Lord doesn't tell me or, or whatever it might be or, he has, or He's revealing it to me in His time, if you will. Right. And so this song is about really letting go of control, not knowing what's happening next, but knowing that it's okay and that that really it's okay to just open up our our hands and our minds and our and our hearts to the Lord and recognizing that we can let go of control. Wonderful. So that's what this song is about. Wonderful. Well, again, with Sarah today and letting go.
so letting go. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, if you are just joining us today on We Sing Our Faith, it is my delight to have with us Sarah Kroger as our special guest. And as you've been hearing, her music is very anointed. It's very blessed. And I love the fact that this wonderful cradle Catholic woman who has been able to journey throughout her life with our Lord is sharing her gifts with all of us in such a great way. If you would like information about how to bring Sarah to your community, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org, and we will have a link to Sarah's site, which is, of course, SarahKroger.com, S-A-R-A-H, K-R-O-G-E-R.com, SarahKroger.com. And, of course, you can call our toll-free number, two at 1-888-880-MUSIC. And now, Sarah, would you tell us a little bit about the song Love in This Place? Mm, yes, I would love to do that. <laughs> this song has been really powerful this summer, quite honestly. I do a lot of youth conferences, and so we've been able to use this song out a lot. And, um it really is a beautiful song for adoration or just after communion mm-hmm. uh, as a meditation song because it talks about love is in this place and it and it really brings our focus to the lord being in, in the place that where we are and and i think even if you're not at a place even if you're not in the middle of a mass even if you're not in adoration it the song is still about recognizing that jesus is with us and um, wherever we are and I just love, Cher Hart is a brilliant lyricist, and some of the things that she said in this song, some of the lyrics, just about, the. there's a line in one of the verses that says, there's a body broken for us still, and he is here. And I love that line, Mm -hmm. because it just continues to remind me that with every, as Catholics, with every Mass, with every, every time that we encounter the Eucharist, it's an encounter with Christ, it's an encounter with a memory, not even a memory, um, recognizing that Jesus his body was broken for us. Mm-hmm. Um, every time that we go to Mass, we can remember that, and mm-hmm. we are called to remember that and called to enter into the Paschal mystery of his life and his heart. And so uh, so that's kind of what this song is about, and, and really it's about focusing our hearts on Jesus in this place. Yeah. The beautiful image that I'm having with that is something that I've shared through an event called Living the Mass. And it's the idea that we, as in the Paschal Mystery, time and space as we know it changes. It is no longer the year that we're in. We're no longer like in in Georgia or Arizona or wherever we are. We are at the foot of the cross, at the Last Supper, and realizing we are witnessing firsthand this incredible act of love. And uh, thank you for writing this song, and I want to go to it right now, uh, Love in This Place. There is a river flowing 
again, what an amazing gift of music, lyric, and the, your heart is shared so nicely in this song. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. And, you know, speaking of your heart as a Catholic woman, I just want to say kudos for, you know, being a cradle Catholic who has not wavered from the faith. There, there are so many people who come to a place where they've had to come to such a desolate brokenness that is so obvious to the rest of the world before they feel they have that redeeming quality that Christ has offered them. And yet when we're kind of part of that 99, you know, the one that goes away and Christ brings them back, hallelujah and praise the Lord because we need to realize that. But I love the idea of the 99 who stay faithful and and in many ways try the best of our ability to hand over our life to the Lord and be used well for Him. And would you speak to us a little bit about that? And then we're going to go to the song soon. I, I love being Catholic, and I, I really, I really um, attribute it to my parents' raising of us the ways that they did and, and, and kind of igniting in me a love for our faith, a love for our church, and I, and I really had a deeper conversion when I was in high school to the faith. And I just praise God today, because I work with so many teens and young people and even young adults who, who have strayed, like you were saying, mm-hmm. um, and either have come back or are struggling to come back. I meet people on airplanes all the time who are like, what, the Catholic Church has young people like <laughs> that are active and that want to be a part of, of the church? So there's just like not an understanding of it. And, uh, and so I am so thankful that the Lord has really just continued throughout my entire life to really bring me closer to Him, especially through the Eucharist. I, I would not be able to live throughout without the Eucharist. Yeah. And so... So really, my faith walk has been has been that, and my career, my journey in ministry has always just wanted to give back to the Catholic Church all that she has given to me, and it's going to take a lifetime to do that um, mm. and to serve the Church, but I'm excited to be able to do that in whatever ways I can, and so that's really kind of a little bit more about my, my walk as a Catholic artist, especially, and and so this next song that, that we're sharing with you is called Soon, and this song really speaks about our walk and and speaks about basically recognizing that this world is not where it ends mm-hmm. and thank god for that because <laughs> i if you know recently i've just been really struggling with this world quite honestly with right. all of the just news that comes out constantly of just these horrible things horrible situations that happen in the world and i just think to myself like thank you lord that i'm not made for this world and and thank you, Lord, that you put me in a in a ministry and in a job where it is my job to basically ignite within others an understanding of God and in, ignite within others a, a relationship with the Lord, hopefully, and lead them to that so that they also recognize that we're not made for this world and that, that we really need to be living uh, heaven-focused. And, and a, a true way of doing that is through the Eucharist and mm-hmm. is through um, being united with God, mm-hmm. you know, through the Eucharist where heaven meets earth every time that we go to Mass. And so that's really what this song is about, is, is about living for heaven and, and uh, the hope that is in that. Awesome. Well, wherever you are today listening, we just invite you to, if you have a moment to go to the Adoration Chapel, great. If you don't have a moment to do that today, at least for right now, close your eyes 
and just picture our Lord present as we do have the, the luxury and the divine gift of experiencing him every time we go to Mass. But to let these words seep in now and allow us to take a look at our heavenly, uh, the, the heavenly journey's end that we are going to as we now hear Sarah sing soon. Tempest where the light has been erased. So, in the cover of darkness that I can't remember, day and I'd give anything to see the sun again. I believe I will, I will, I will. In the valley of the shadow.
so your love will be my rescue. And soon, soon, soon. It's amazing how every moment of the day our Lord is with us, drawing us to that knowledge of the heavenly place that he has prepared for us. So again, thank you for that song. Now we're going to go to your time. Can you set this one up for us? Sure. Um, so this song is really, it, it's drawn from Isaiah, the words of Isaiah where it says, Your ways are not my ways and your thoughts are, are not my thoughts, Lord, mm-hmm. uh, or says the Lord mm-hmm. <laughs> to us. And, mm-hmm. and so I remember one day we were, Sarah and I wrote this song, um, and, and we were talking at lunch about how God's timing is perfect and ours is not. And, uh, and so that's really what this song is all about, is <laughs> kind of letting go of control, if you will. Right. Another theme of that, um, the Lord seems to really uh, want to hammer that home with me, mm-hmm. and, and really about just letting go of control and allowing His time to be my time. So that's what this song is about. Well, we're going to jump right back into this one. I love that. And, you know, letting go and allowing God's time in our life. Whatever you're stressing over today, hand it over to the Lord as we now listen to your time.
Well, Sarah, I have to thank you for that one, too, because so many times I want to be able to help God with uh, what I think he needs to be doing. (laughs) (laughs) And his ways are so much better than my ways. (laughs) So thank you for that reminder. Amen. Amen. Sometimes I I, I basically hand my life to him on a silver platter, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, Lord, look at all this. I made it really pretty. And he's like, no. <laughs> uh, he I always like has something that. much greater in store for me. So, and for all of that. us, literally for all yeah. of us, you know, he's such a wonderful God. He's he's everything. Mm-hmm. And to take this time, I, I want to thank our listeners one more time today too. I want to thank you all for spending the time with us on We Sing Our Faith, coming to know more about our Lord through these wonderful Catholic artists who share their heart and their their true love of our Catholic faith through their music. And in a special way today, I want to thank Sarah Kroger for being with us. And for information about her music and ministry, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. You can call the toll-free number at 1-888-880-MUSIC or visit her website directly at SarahKroger.com. And now, Sarah, for our last song, Impossible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this song... Uh well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having me. It has been wonderful. It's truly Aww. been a blessing for me. This song in particular is one that will get stuck in your head for the rest of the day. I Yay. promise you that. So <laughs> um, it's a really fun song, and and it really is all about the miracles of Christ and how we hear about them all over the gospel. You know, uh, everything that the Lord does, Jesus does, and, and how many miracles He does in the gospels, and recognizing that he wants to do miracles in our own life, and that he can do miracles in our own life. So that's what Impossible Things is about. So let's look for those miracles today. And uh, we want to take this, or we want to let this yeah. song now take us to the top of the hour as Sarah sings for us Impossible.
Boy, that melody is going to stick with me for the rest of the day. Sarah, thank you so much for that one. And it's going to really encourage me to look at all of those wonderful miracles that God is doing in my life and to realize, yes, he does do impossible things. So thank you again for being with us. You're welcome so much. And thank you all for listening to Weeping Our Faith. Well, that was a delight to go back to one of the very early shows of We Sing Our Faith and to share once again the heart and the beauty of Sarah Kroger. Thank you to Oregon Catholic Press, OCP, for sharing their artist with us as well on We Sing Our Faith. Now, as we consider the beauty of what Sarah shared and that she is a cradle Catholic and that she has lived her life in the faith, that's what this is all about sharing the music and the heart of so many artists who truly live their faith. Those who have been cradle Catholic like Sarah, those who have been converts to the faith like Jamie Teton, but each and every one of us in the way that God has called us share the beauty of our faith through the gifts that he's given us. And uh, I just, it's such a privilege to do this each and every week to share them with you. And I know that we are in July. However, it's never too early to start planning those beautiful events for the various times of the year. And so if you are looking down the road a bit for Advent, now would be a great time to reach out and choose one of the beautiful events that we have ready for you from here at Carrick Ministries. Now, the site, WeSingOurFaith.org, will take you to all of that information. The toll-free number is 1-888-880-6874, and we are here to connect you and to help you plan a perfect event for your parish, your diocese, or conference. Now, until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Celebrating 2,000 years of truth, this is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Loretta House in Denton is a pregnancy resource center that serves women dealing with unplanned pregnancies. They provide free pregnancy testing. Clients receive material goods like diapers, baby items, clothing, parenting classes, and more. Loretta House is an official apostolate of the Diocese of Fort Worth. All services are provided free of charge and remain completely confidential. Many babies are saved and many hearts changed. For more information, visit LorettaHouse.org or call 940-380-8191. 
The 15th annual KATH 9:10 a.m. Summer Speaker Series event is Thursday, July 20th at the Frontiers of Flight Museum in Dallas. Join hundreds of your Catholic radio friends for wine, delicious hors d'oeuvres, and a presentation by Father Bill Casey called Pray, Hope, and Do Not Worry. Come learn how we as Catholic Christians can respond during these turbulent and chaotic times. Tickets are $75 and can be purchased by visiting summerspeakerseries.com. This is Tony Beshera. My wife, Chris, and I own Babich and Associates. We are the oldest placement and recruitment firm in the state of Texas and proud sponsors of the Guadalupe Radio Network, where you're also members of St. Thomas Aquinas in Dallas. Babich and Associates offers candidates insights into the current job market and provides professional candidates we have interviewed on a face-to-face basis to our employers. Our number to call is 214-823-9999, or you can find us on the web at Babich, B-A-B-I-C-H, dot com. Science may explain physical aging, but life experience and faith can teach us far more about how to cope with it. As we age or care for aging parents, we often wonder what the church teaches about ethical medical decisions, the sanctity of life, and preparing documents such as advanced directives or a will. The Diocese of Fort Worth invites everyone to its Aging with Grace seminar on Tuesday, July 18th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. The event takes place at Holy Family Catholic Church in Fort Worth. For more information, visit fwdioc.org. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks John Pelletier with Cressa Real Estate for his sponsorship of KATH 910 AM. John and his wife Kathleen and children are parishioners at St. Bernard's Parish in Dallas and very active in the local Catholic community. He invites you to contact him if you are in need of commercial office or industrial space for your company. John has represented GRN in their office needs for years. He can be reached by calling 214-277-4524 or by emailing jpelletier at cresa.com. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.